0: Hello, and happy Saturday, goblins. Here to talk a little D&D? Maybe learn some player secrets? We'll lay down those weapons, take off that armor. It's time to disengage. Thanks for joining us for our next Disengaged episode. I have Travis Miller here, who plays in the Hottest Club in Waterdeep. I'm going to let Travis introduce uh, who he plays, because I feel like I cannot put the right zhuzh on that name. So, hi, Travis. Uh Thanks for joining me.
1: Hey there. Uh, Thanks for having me. Um, In The Hottest Club in Waterdeep, I play Theophilus Michael Sugarbaker. And that's Michael with a heart over the eye.
0: (laughs) It's funny. For some reason, I pictured M.Y. So I with a heart noted. (laughs) So uh, I am D&D is something that you have to get so invested in uh not have to but i think everybody who plays it does oh yeah i'm always
1: my my 26 set of dice agree with you (laughs) i'm I'm fully vested
0: pocketbooks and everything
1: yes
0: (laughs) so i'm always interested in how it affects everyday life so has it taught you anything uh for example being patient or confidence or what have you
1: I think um, Dungeon and Dragons is great for... Um, I think me and James come from a same area of it where we're forced to be creative because we DM more than we play as right. players. And players will just throw you anything all the time. <laughs> so you have to be like on the spur ready to improv with them or right. your whole campaign goes to shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's so funny because you're... You're really good, um, in my opinion, about throwing random shit at DMs, too. Oh, um, no, I I'm love a- <laughs> doing that.
1: I love doing it. Because I have to deal with it. I feel like they have to deal with it, too.
0: That's fair. That's completely fair. <laughs> I remember when we, um, like, the first time I was playing with with you guys, I was so nervous. I was like, these guys are so good. They're so funny. I don't know what to do with
1: myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, So how do you get ready for a game? Any rituals, what have you?
1: Well, first I pick out the dice set that I feel most and captures my my <laughs> player. If I'm the DM, okay. then it's like I have a DM set of dice. If I'm playing Theo, then I have a different set of dice. Gotcha. Um does oh, go ahead.
0: Does the dice change if your character's in a different like state of mind or is it kind of always the same set for Earth No, it's Raider?
1: generally what, what I picture in my head is their color theme, like their okay. palette. So gotcha. Theophilus, all his dice are pastel. <gasps> I love it. Yeah. Um, then I usually get an energy drink and I'll print out my character sheet and I'll like look at the rules text to see which rules I can bend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Specifically. That's <Yeah>. that's hilarious. <laughs> um So do you like uh, one-shots better than long campaigns? Um, And and by one-shot, I guess a couple of game sessions max, but I'm I'm even thinking just where you go out one night and you're just playing a one-off.
1: Well, to me, I I enjoy both of them. Um, I get different things out of the experience, depending on what it is. Absolutely. With with one-shots, it's like... One-shots are a way for you to just have a sandbox and go completely outside of the box. Do whatever fun, crazy shit you can think of, throw it all in there, and play it. But campaigns are usually better for like story arc and character progression. You get to figure out the character yourself because you sit down and you play with them so often.
0: Right, okay. Have you uh, done a little bit of figuring out yet then for Theophilus? I feel like this particular game, Hottest Club, it's like um, it's not super story arc yet. And it's uh, not super character arc yet just because all this crazy shit's happening with everybody doing all this fun stuff, setting up the the bar and everything.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's when you start making your character decisions. You get thrown crazy shit because, first of all, like (laughs) you can always sit down before a game and be like okay this is my character this is how i want him here's Mm -hmm. his spell set and that character at the end of the game is never the same as what you start out with so i feel like those spur of the moments where james is throwing crazy shit out at us we have fantasy ocean knocking at our door that's time for us to make character decisions Gotcha. like you know what that does feel right for theophilus he is this way because at the start of the game, I wasn't expecting Theophilus to be like the de facto leader of the group. <laughs> like, uh, gotcha. I my hit points aren't high. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm I'm all face, no strength, and you know, I didn't expect to be the leader. <laughs> That's funny.
0: No, okay, I love that because uh, we've touched on this in a few interviews in the past with some of these other other players, but uh, uh, kind of figuring it out as you go doesn't mean you get stuck. I think when you're playing it like, right. you, you know? Yeah. So did you, uh, have you read the review I wrote for, for the shows yet?
1: Uh, I have, I've seen the ones for, uh, Endless Midnight. I don't think the ones where the link that I'm following for the hottest club in water Are you talking about like the, the story synopsis after each episode?
0: <gasps> no, no, no. So I wrote, um, like a, Four paragraph little review um uh, for oh, neon no. goblin as a whole no no uh, send was, me the link i will do that um i i really like describing the games i think it's fun and, and uh, one of the things i said was you get to revel in friendship and debauchery and in and, and the hottest club in
1: Waterdeep. <laughs> yeah like we are not we're a story first math second game <laughs>
0: math second <laughs>
1: Did uh, James show you the new picture of Theophilus that I had finished? Yes. Do you love it?
0: I love it. Oh, my gosh. It's perfect. (laughs) I don't know if you – did you describe um, everything very specifically, or did you kind of just give an overview?
1: I gave uh, the artist, um, like, here's his general feel. You know, he's kind of like this halfling who has succubus bloodline powers so gotcha. he's kind of like lusty you know but he's like a southern gentleman so i imagine him in like a little seersucker or whatever yes and he, <laughs> he took it and ran with it
0: it's perfect it's got that perfect like adorableness but also like i don't know feisty is the right word yeah but yeah yeah for sure um Okay, so in talking about figuring things out, um, figuring characters out and arcs and everything, how do you feel out new-to-you players to best interact with them?
1: Well, I have the thought, and I've I've expressed this with my player group a whole lot. Um, You play tabletop role-playing games. You come with a social contract that you're going for Mm -hmm. a similar goal. Like, you want to be able to take part in this cooperative storytelling. But people reach that goal with the different tool sets they have. Like, I have Alex, who's deep in role play. Loves right. nothing more than to embody a character, figure the character out, and play it. Some people are embarrassed to do that. I, I find myself <laughs> sometimes I'm embarrassed to do that. Really? Yeah. Um... Then you have people who are just like game mechanic freaks. They like right. to be able to take a system and break the system wide open. <laughs> like Jeremy like <laughs> really on Aeon's right. game. Um, okay. And then there's people who are playing just to communicate with people. They like the friendship. They like the camaraderie. They like taking part in something. But I feel like all three of those people, um, and I'm circling back to a point, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like all three of those people are all taking part in the same goal. And so the first session or two, I just like to sit back and I throw them little story hooks. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. And I see how they take the story hook and run with it. And then I'm like, okay, this is the kind of person that is. This is how I'll flex to meet them. Because generally I'm the DM. So that's how I have to do things.
0: Okay, So which of those three do you, fit in the most?
1: I, I, honestly, I probably don't fit in into any of one of those the most. It's probably two of them. I like game mechanics, because yeah. I'm an old-school RPG player. So I like <clears throat> sitting down. I like spell lists. I like figuring out where my character's going mm-hmm. on the paper. But I also just enjoy riffing off people. Like I like the energy, the bouncing back and forth, and stuff like that. So... I would say I'm probably game mechanics and communication. Okay.
0: Yeah. I uh, I think you guys definitely riff off each other really well. I just listened to episode eight mm-hmm. and it ended and I was like, wait, it's over. Like,
1: yeah, they go I really so wanted it to
0: keep going. I was like, no, give me more.
1: When James <laughs> calls them, I'm like, shit, we've already been <laughs> recording for like an hour and a half. I know,
0: I know. It's so funny how fast it goes when you're, I mean, I guess when you have so many players and everybody's trying to do everything too. Um, but the good thing is, is that means this game is going to go on for a really long time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> were you, uh, uh, and I know I'm going off the questions I gave you a tiny bit. So oh, apologies. that's fine. <laughs> but were you expecting um, the podcast to turn out how it has so far?
1: Well, um, I will say that I have played with this particular group of characters through a couple of game systems, a couple of campaigns more than one one shot. Gotcha. I kind right. I, I kind of know each of the players <laughs> and how they play. So um I will say that I am I I did I didn't expect it to take off the way that it has. But I think we're finding our groove now. <clears throat> and for sure. people are people are really starting to learn their characters. And I, <clears throat> not as far as like game rules are concerned but really Mm -hmm. like learn the personality of their character right and i i really like that because once that gets going the game just kind of becomes its own thing
0: right you and your audience uh your listeners can really start to identify with all the characters and love them even more
1: yeah i agree
0: um so what's the coolest thing you've ever gotten to do coolest funniest whatever floats your boat
1: well, like I told you, <clears throat> me and James uh, <laughs> generally DM a lot. Mm-hmm. So I do less cool things when I'm a player than I am a DM.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
1: Because when I'm the DM, I'm God, basically. <laughs> I can manipulate the forces.
0: What is with, you know, Alden's given everybody too much power. You're like, I'm a God. Listen, this is well, a problem.
1: <laughs> I'd say character like players get to control their characters. I control the world that the players are walking on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair.
1: So I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> there was this one shot last uh, holiday time in 2019, the before times.
0: The before times.
1: And yes. <laughs> uh, we had a one shot uh, slash Christmas party slash holiday party. And we were doing uh, Home Alone as a one-shot. It was Home Alone? Yeah.
0: That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> so I had the um, my players fight against a sentient figgy pudding and a turkey hemoth. To... <laughs> it's
0: a <laughs> but, uh, shame that one wasn't recorded. <laughs>
1: I know. That was, I was proud of that one.
0: <laughs> You've played Waterdeep before.
1: I've played Waterdeep before.
0: Is that affecting how you're playing this game at all? or?
1: Well, I've played Waterdeep with you, actually. Yeah. And we have uh, opened up a very similar <laughs> but completely different club, <laughs> Spooky butt yes. stuff. Um, but the good thing is I have a horrible memory, so I can only remember <laughs> vague generalities about the game that we played before. <laughs> and it's just enough to help James steer the rest of the guys that haven't right. played. And that's about it.
0: <laughs> I guess. I guess too. If you're uh, playing um, a different character and you're just figuring out your characters, you go and the character makes different
1: decisions, decisions. Yeah, that'll
0: definitely change the game. So that's funny though. I I also have a horrible memory. I probably couldn't tell you the top three things that happened in that game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I only remember it like when he's like doing the big reveal, and I'm like, oh, right. yeah, I, I kind of remember that guy. Ah, hey. DJ.
0: Boo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. So I um. So the
0: broken hearted sorcerer is it's a like a homebrew.
1: It is, that is right? on homebrew on D and D Beyond. Yes. I was just like going through the different homebrews and trying to figure shit out, and I've stumbled <laughs> upon that.
0: So is 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 broken hearted sorcerer just one that you can game break easily, like mostly, or what drew you to that? What is the broken hearted sorcerer?
1: So um, the Brokenhearted Sorcerer from um, where I'm playing it uh, is not one that you can break real easily, but he (laughs) is definitely like the complete face of the group. So all the charm spells are in his domain, Uh but eventually he'll have powers where he adds his charisma to his AC, so he becomes really uh, hard to hit. Nice. And he'll have like a fatal kiss where if he just like plants a kiss on someone, they die. <laughs> <laughs> just like that? Yeah, just like that. I mean, they make a fort save, but beyond oh, okay. that, yeah, just like that. <laughs> so it neat. was just like one where I wanted to play a bard, but I didn't want to do normal bard things. So I was like, let me just look over in Sorcerer a little bit. And gotcha. that's how I stumbled into that.
0: And. <laughs> For the so was the personality based off? I, I know you're figuring out the personality, but kind of the charm that you started with is that based off of the broken hearted sorcerer? Picking that, or did you kind of
1: have oh. somewhat
0: of an idea and then pick the broken hearted sorcerer at all based no, on that?
1: when I'm player? Um, I'm definitely class and race first, first okay. Personality second. When I am DM, I'm generally personality first and then oh, okay. i i, I fit, find a class to fit the theme when i'm doing one shots and stuff because gotcha. like secretly i'm doing a tiger king one shot so <laughs> i'm like having to work through oh, like, the different like you're, personalities
0: you're making it right now you haven't played it yet
1: yeah yeah i'm making it right now
0: okay oh my gosh <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: that's too much but that's awesome
1: <laughs> so um i believe i just saw broken-hearted sorcerer and since i'm a gay of a certain age i remember golden girls <laughs> i remember will and grace back when i was on the very first time so i was gotcha. just like you know it'd be interesting to see like a blanche Devereux type character and beverly leslie yeah. from will of grace and you just kind of combine them so it's just like short and sassy
0: okay i i know one of those characters so <laughs> have you uh ever cosplayed
1: I have not cosplayed. Um that Dragon. I know. I really want to. <laughs> Last year's Dragon Con was the very first Dragon Con I went to and then this year is this year. So we're not going to even right. talk about that. So Oh my gosh. I'm really expecting 2021. I'm definitely going back and definitely want to do a cosplay cuz I'm just like dying for it.
0: <laughs> well, you have a whole year to make it perfect, too.
1: Yes, so. I do. So I'm <laughs> I'm starting to look at different ideas for stuff. Because mm-hmm. I really want to do like a Sailor Venus one, but <gasps> gen- gender yeah. swap it. Um, yeah. But I haven't figured it out yet. Well,
0: have you uh, ever thought about cosplaying any D&D characters?
1: Um, well, not D&D per se. There was a Pathfinder character I had for the mm, Rise of okay. the Ruin games, um, and she was a Kitsune gingerbread witch. And um, she kind of had to toe the line between being creepy and cute, because <laughs> when in her human form she's just a mild mannered uh, baker for the town, okay. but in her fox form she's like a deadly witch that eats people. <laughs> and her name was Bon Bon. The and foxes I was like, are
0: so cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So just like, that would be like a really cool looking cosplay. And her little minifig had a huge uh, lollipop that she would smash (gasps) people with.
0: Yes. That'd be so much fun to make.
1: Yes, it would. But like, able to carry around the whole day.
0: (laughs) True. (laughs) All right. So coming back to Theophilus, um, Mm -hmm. an actual game, uh, I know you said... um, at the Office is like the de facto leader, but what other kind of roles does Theo play in, in the in the game? Did I just... Is Theo... Do you call The Office yeah, Theo? Yeah, um,
1: they mostly call me Theo. Okay. They, other people call me Sweet Tea.
0: Right. In the game,
1: so... <laughs> um, but I, generally, he refers to himself as Theo, too, so it's easy. Okay. <clears throat> um, his role in the game is pretty much... I guess generally, he would fall into the category of the leader because like I said he has all the charm spells yeah but as a sorcerer they can dish out different types of damage types so if we run across somebody who's resistant to a certain element I can just swap elements right and throw out a different cantrip nice. that does damage and uh he uh crowd controls because I can stop people I can blind people I can deafen people so it kind of made sense for him to be the leader, I guess, <laughs> after a while. But, um, yeah, that's what I do. I kind of, I feel the need wherever the need is in the battle. I'm never going to okay. be the heavy hitter yeah, do you- ever. <laughs> but I'll be, like, the most competent one. I was
0: going to say, you think Theo's probably the most exacting, the most... Yeah. Let me think this through first. Right. Okay, so one more question then. Last one. Okay. What's the most fun thing about the game?
1: Um, I would say, honestly, because we're playing story first, because we know each other so well, there's not a lot of us second-guessing each other. We just throw shit out and run with it. <laughs> so, like, in the very last game that we played, the guys wanted to go to a high-level area inside of a mansion and I was thinking in my head, fuck bad! I'm not going in there. That's like <laughs> instant party wipe. I'm not going in there. So Theophilus just runs away. He steals the horse that happened to be saddled up next to him and runs away. Oh, and come gosh. to find out, it had like uh, 2,500 gold pieces worth of gold bars in the saddlebags. Well, there you go. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was just like, you know what? We're keeping the horse. <laughs> doesn't
0: matter where that horse came from it's, it's yours now
1: yeah it's ours now and i i had the hair <laughs> dyed and all that
0: <laughs> it's it's so funny how everything just works out so well in this game i really do truly love it yeah and i think you are awesome in it i love i mean i tell that to everybody i interview but it's true
1: <laughs> <laughs> honestly gerard's like the good one Alden plays a good player <laughs> because god knows we would all be dead Two times over by now.
0: Well, then you would just have a more haunted handy haversack,
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So you know, eat it up if that happens, right?
1: Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> James I has been pushing to... the idea of character death. He's like, it's so. Oh like... my gosh,
0: he wants that so bad. It's so funny.
1: But I'm just like, who? Who would? First of all, I just had money paid money to have my character drawn up. So like, please don't kill Theophilus. <laughs> Or are we going to have to reincarnate him?
0: That's probably, well, that's the optimal reason now to kill Theophilus. He's, he's immortalized in paper.
1: Well, that's true. That is true. I don't know what I'd come back to play then.
0: (laughs) Well, it would be great regardless.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you for joining me for the interview.
1: Oh, it's no problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Disengaged. I'm producer Erica, and I hope to catch you next time.